smells like football, baby. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's the Fantasy Football Smackdown Waiver Wire Sniping for Week 5. I'm your host, Kyle August. Appreciate you boys checking out this episode. Good luck to you guys in Week 4. Don't forget, right off the top, I want to mention, if you're watching this on Saturday, do not forget about those London games. Get those lineups set. The early kickoff, you don't want to get caught up in that. Pretty clear cut as far as the injury report goes for that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, make sure you're paying attention, getting those lineups set early, early, early. If you're listening to this on the podcast, maybe you're watching the game, checking it out, uh, got to be subscribed on YouTube, get the show a little bit earlier, get it on Saturday. That way you can snipe some of these guys off the wire before the rest of your league mates. You guys know the drill though. So let's just do this thing. Dive right into it. Wave wire sniping ahead of week five. So again, grab these guys before the week four kickoff for free QB streamers in week five, not looking good. A lot of tough matchups for the streamable players. As far as ownership goes, couple tough matchups for regular starters next week. Russell Wilson, who's been struggling anyway, he's going to be at home, but facing Indianapolis Colts defense has been pretty solid on the year. Uh, Also a home matchup for Matthew Stafford against the Dallas Cowboys, another tough uh, defense that's been playing pretty well this season is going to try to get after Stafford there in L.A. Not quite sure I'm streaming for either of these guys, but just something to monitor, pay attention to. No bye weeks yet in week five, so nothing to watch there. Honestly, again, uh, the top top streaming options on a week-to-week basis right now are – just really facing some tough matchups. So if I had to pick one just to snipe, I wanted just to stash right now, Ryan Tannehill uh, at Washington, 17% on. He's been fine out two out of the three games. I think that's a matchup that he can, he can do fine in. He's not going to have a great week there for you. But if you have a quarterback you're not comfortable with, he's your best option. Zach Wilson, we don't know what to expect yet with him seeing his first start of the season, but he's going up against Miami, 10% on. Uh, just a note there. The other thing to keep in mind with the quarterback situation for next week, the top streamer is probably going to be Teddy Bridgewater. If Tua's out, the Miami Dolphins are facing the Jets on the road in week five. So uh, if Tua's out, then Bridgewater is probably the top candidate there, but you can't snipe him because he already played. So that's going to probably be leading off the waiver wire quarterbacks next week, but we will see. Running backs. Here's where you want to stash, in my opinion. A few of these guys have been dropped in some leagues and I don't, I don't think there's a reason that they should be under 50% owned, mainly at the top of the list. It's Kenneth Walker, 48% owned. I know he hasn't seen the playing time yet, but with Travis Homer going on IR, does that mix up the backfield a little bit more? Rashad Penny's not been spectacular for that Seattle offense, and I know this is not necessarily a powerhouse offense that you want many pieces of, but Walker's continued to be dropped over the last few weeks. I think the opportunities are coming for this kid who was banged up to start the year. Uh, you don't want these rookies on on your wire. You want them stashed on your bench and see if they pan out here in just the, the opening weeks of the season. Number two, similar, James Cook. Also, again, not seen the playing time you want to see yet, but uh, there's that unknown there with the rookies, right? 38% on James Cook's another guy I'm looking to stash. Rashad White, kind of the same thing. He is really the clear-cut number two guy behind Fournette. They haven't been mixing it up, but if Fournette get bang, got banged up, White launches uh, upwards. Number four on this list, recording this on Saturday, haven't got any updated reports on Christian McCaffrey, but he's obviously banged up. He missed practice earlier this week. I'm trying to stash one of the Carolina running backs. I'm not sure who it is, going to be honestly. Uh, Foreman or Hubbard, they're both 11% owned, so Fantasy World doesn't really know either. 
Uh, but I'm stashing one of these Carolina backs. It'll probably be a split backfield. Uh, if CMC doesn't suit up uh, this season, but I, I would personally go with Foreman, give him just a little bit edge. I think he'll see the goal line carries um, and uh, you know, just take a flyer on one of those Carolina backs. And number five on this list, handcuff in here, Jalen Warren uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 10% owned. He's definitely somebody that has shown to be the only other show in town behind the starter, Najee Harris. Don't forget about those IR pup eligible players. Brian Robinson's just over the 50% threshold. Uh, no timetable on his return yet, but still a guy that if you, it's a free stash in an IR spot, you can slide him in there. And then Gus Edwards as well, 13% owned. Wide receiver stashes. Uh, it's a tough matchup for the, for this week uh, for the Titans going up against the Colts, but I'm still trying to roster Traylon Burke at 42% owned, trying to make sure he's not on the wire. Uh, I've mentioned it on this show. I've mentioned it on the waiver wire show. We've seen these rookie wide receivers. They just they get one game and it just their value skyrockets. Even if you don't believe in Burks, I'm trying to stash him just to see if he has that one pop game. Flip him. Uh, but 42% on Traylon Burks. We'll see how many weeks he stays on this list. Number two, this is a guy that I definitely do not expect to remain under 50% ownership. This is a guy that I would definitely want to stash at 37% on Michael Gallup. He got some practice in this week. He's not on the injury report. Expect him to play. But uh, he he's a guy that needs to be rostered way more leagues. Uh, similar to Kent Walker, like we're three weeks into the season. I don't know what you were expecting with these guys having slow starts or not playing yet. And for them to be dropped just doesn't make a lot of sense. So if for some reason, Gallup was dropped in your league. You need to go at him right now. You need to stash him. Dak is probably still two to three weeks away, but you'll need you'll have him down the stretch. Once bye weeks really start turning in, uh, you'll have Michael Gallup on your roster. And you'll be happy about that. Uh, number three is Isaiah McKenzie, 46% on. He was dropped a little bit this week. Uh, and with Gabe Davis banged up, we saw McKenzie saw some decent targets last week. You know, keep in mind the bills had like a hundred plays in that game. So, uh, we'll see how this week pans out. We haven't really seen a normal week for McKenzie, uh, yet, but 46% on, he should be a little bit more, uh, rostered than that. Four is Jacoby Myers missed last week's game. And then people forgot that this guy is just a target hog in that offense. I know Mac Jones is out this week, possibly, you know, probably two or three more weeks on top of that, but still it doesn't matter to me. Myers job should be safe as far as the production that you'll see there. 44% on like adding him. Number five, this is a little bit of a stash and also could just be an auto play for this week. Keenan Allen ruled out already for week four. Palmer has shown to be really productive the last couple of weeks without Keenan Allen. Allen left Friday's practice, uh, so maybe re-aggravate that injury. So if you're looking at two or three more weeks without Keenan Allen, Palmer is almost an every week start uh, as a wide receiver three or a flex. So I like him a ton at 28% on. He just, the long term, you know, eventually Allen's going to be coming back and then Palmer kind of evaporates just a bit, but it, some instant returns there. Number six on this list is Rondell Moore. Uh, he practiced in limited fashion. Who knows if he'll play this week or not. But at 17% owned, he's just one of those forgotten guys just because he hasn't found the field, continues to get dropped, hasn't put any production up yet, but definitely a guy that I want to roster in some deeper leagues. And then don't forget about Jameson Williams, the IR stash again, free. Tight end streamers, it's going to be the same two names, I guess, every single week until somebody pops. Um, Logan Thomas, 26% owned, gets Tennessee in week five. And then Evan Ingram gets the Houston Texans at home. He's only 23% owned. Ho-hum, those are kind of your guys right now as far as the tight end position goes. DSTs, like Jacksonville, uh, they've been a really solid defensive unit this season. And in week five, they get the Houston Texans. They're only 11% on, which is kind of crazy. They've had some really nice weeks for fantasy. 
They have a good schedule coming up because after Houston, uh, the Jacksonville Jags get they're at Indy, which is a little bit tougher, but then Giants at home, Denver at home, Raiders at home. I know that some of those offenses, you know, uh, maybe the Raiders, maybe Denver by then might be a little bit tougher, but man, I mean, this has been a really great unit. They have some home games coming up. So I love their week five matchup. If anything else, you can stash them, maybe get a multi-week play from the Jags. And then number two on this list is Minnesota Vikings. Uh, 26% owned gets the Chicago Bears at home. I know that will be a, a short week, quote unquote, with them having to fly back from London and play this home game against Chicago, but it's Justin Fields. You don't need to be that good to stop him. So there you go. Some of these lists are a little bit shorter, uh, but I'm only putting the guys that I think are worth even stashing as far as the sniping goes. If you tune in on Tuesday every week, I'll give you a full list at each position, uh, ranking who you should be targeting uh, they're off of the wire. But when we're talking about waiver wire sniping and stashing these guys, it's just the guys that are worth it. And I think these guys are. So best luck to you guys in week four. Get those lineups set early. Like I mentioned, I'll be back on Tuesday with the waiver wire show. Quick little PSA announcement as far as that. Next week, I'll have the waiver wire show. There won't be any waiver wire sniping episode next week. So you have to follow me on Twitter at Kyle Month Date. I'll post the list there. Uh, I'll remind you guys next week as well. No waiver wire sniping next week. But I'll be back on Tuesday with the waiver show. So good luck this week, boys. I'll see you later.